Hello, test, test, test. Test for the radio show. Trash delivery. Testing for the show. Can you hear me? I'm going to kill my landlord. Testing for the show. Trash delivery. Probably should put that at the beginning, I guess. <laughs> so Just every kidding. Ep- that's how every episode should start. That's my character, the angry tenant, who also has a podcast. That's my favorite NBC sitcom from the, the uh, Can't Miss TV days. I like it when the angry tenant is arguing with his landlord. He rips his shirt off. What's the studio TV? audience cheers? Hmm? Uh, was there also Can't Miss TV? Something like that. Must see TV, right? NBC, Friends. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was. All right, for. you got to let's mic a little, guys. We got to. Kevin, really, him. you're good. You're good, Nick. <laughs> what do I? I'm, I'm, eating, a, a I'm little, eating this fucking. You got to. You're kind of holding it like an ice cream cone. You're gonna take a lick out of. You need to hold it like a gun. You're pointing down your throat. I've told you this before. <laughs> yeah. Think about. Just pretend that this is gonna put you out of your misery if you get, point it correctly. It I guess won't. not like a gun because when you put it in your mouth, you do want it to go through the brain, not at the back of the throat. You need to hold the mic like a botched uh, suicide. Where the bullet just goes out the back of the throat. You might suffocate, but just keep that in mind every time you pick up the microphone. I want you to. If I were going like to kill myself, tool. I would use a shotgun and I would aim it at my heart. Don't do that with the mic. We'll just that might not kill you. Blowing yeah, my heart really, off really with a shotgun. Nah. Pretty just sure, make sure that you get would the right me. ammunition. That's all. yeah, because the chances are it'll like it'll go like fly in a way you didn't expect it to, and you shoot it when you pull the trigger, and it'll like blow your shoulder off. And then I'll blow my head off with a shotgun. That would be your more shoulder like won't this. be your arms won't be working. You won't be able to operate a shotgun with one working arm. You might just blow your face off. Did you ever yeah. read Preacher? Oh, well, arse then, face. Then I'll be arse face. Be arse face. It's not like I'll have any cognitive abilities at that point. You don't think so? There's arse a, face thinks and feels. There's a kid who had a half his brain removed. It looked like a deflated basketball. He could still think. What was he thinking about? Basketball. Like how he wished he had a pump. <laughs> I think his brain's no longer regulation. We're just doing ableism at the at the front of this podcast. I'm sorry if you are one of the people out there that has a portion of your brain removed from a some sort of shrapnel wound. Yeah, high percentage of our listeners. I actually know somebody whose dad had a portion of their brain removed. It's it's sad it happens, but the beautiful thing about the human brain is it's resilient, and it can still think when it's missing chunks. I think. Depends on the chunks. Yeah. Nevertheless, well, it persisted. Different. Nevertheless. Rocket I'm still persisted. all worked up. I'm go, just angry. You want to go into uh, it? You want to do a reenactment? I, I just, they walked in at me yelling at my landlord. Shirtless. Yeah. I don't usually get so angry in my life, really. I mean, unless I'm like arguing about something like abstract, I could get angry about. Like, you don't normally get angry about material things. Yeah, in my life, I don't like yell at people that I'm, you know, interacting with on like a, a personal or professional basis. Uh, this the landlord uh, I'm operating with on a professional basis. Uh, <laughs> what, what? How did you react when uh, your boss pushed that piece of paper across? the table that had your tweets on it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. 
yeah. Sheepishly? I mean, why, why just, sheet, did you, were you just like, white oh sheet terror? Did you just roll your eyes and start laughing? Oh, God. I, I wish I had that. No. I'm far. Just it, like an anxiety shot. To you were the like, oh, neck. God. Just like, yeah. They thought you were a drug addict. Yeah, they thought I was doing heroin in the car. Except the tweet was about doing acid. The tweet was a joke about microdosing acid at work. Right. Uh, Which, okay, I'll cop to it. I did do that. Did you really? Yeah, guess what? I didn't feel anything because I took a tiny sliver of an eighth of a thing of acid. But they were right. I did take acid at work. You're also nodding out in your car every day. Yeah, well, that's just because they made me come to work. No, I wasn't every day. It sounded like it was happening pretty relatively one, No, frequently. I wasn't nodding out in my car. I was nodding out at my computer. And then the one time you nodded out in your car. Which doesn't look great, but... Uh, and then your coworkers were like, I think Dustin's on heroin. I had to... I felt nauseous because I was hungover. I also have it on good authority that you took epic dookies. I mean, that's true. Because I was drinking... T- I was peak alcoholic you days. You heard that from another person, right? Yeah. From a no, third he, party? Remember, was that, did you just tell me that you heard that? No, he told me. You. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which... That I mean, you took some real serious... Nasty alcoholic shits. <laughs> so I don't know why they didn't just suspect that. They really were sniffing up the wrong tree. They were yeah. like... I think that was all part of it. Yeah. They were like... Well, they Wait, wanted me did to... did she also speak to like the whole rumor of him being a drug addict? Yeah. yeah That's they, funny. Well, I kind of am. Uh, <laughs> but we, not the kind that they thought. I mean, weed doesn't count. Like, oh, well, well, I guess you're... a Kratom a, head. Yeah, speed. To speed, yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't then. I would have been the ironic thing is if I was the kind of drug addict then that I am now. Uh, you wouldn't have had that nodding off. Problem. They would have been fucking so happy with me. You would have been so productive. Been, and I would have been drinking less because Adderall makes me drink less. Uh, I Adderall makes you drink less? Me, personally, yeah. I don't know if it's Bread makes you fat? Bread, wait, bread makes you fat? I want to eat garlic bread for every meal. <laughs> I don't. I can't go into it with this whole fucking. Land. Now I'm exhausted from it since I just had like a fucking wrestling match with my landlord over the phone. The basic gist is that the guy, the the, the basic like infuriating detail is that I'm dealing with these dipshit plumbers that are just like these two Mario, like Mario and, Luigi. and Luigi cannot fucking keep a schedule. They text me at 11 p.m. the night before. They've done this on two separate occasions now, so I don't know what it is about 11 p.m. on a Saturday. But that's when my plumbers love to make. Maybe plans. they were up late <laughs> on Saturday night. Saving Princess Peach. I mean, and you know, if that's the case, I guess that's more fighting, understandable. Fighting the Koopas. That's not even, I don't, I would never uh, raise a peep if it was simply just, oh, they're like, you know, bad at scheduling. They do it at two hours. I'm not a perfect, like, bookkeeper. I uh, get you, it. Really? You know, yeah, believe it or not, I'm not. You're not the most punctual These person? These guys make me look like I am, though. Because, you know, they, they do that. And then the next day, or they, they ask at 11 p.m., can we come over and fix it after 3? Will anyone be at the house after 3 p.m. tomorrow? So, yeah. Uh, well, Maya has a, a haircut appointment at 1. Uh, I'm going to be working a wedding, but Maya will be back by 3. So I say yes. Uh, my phone blows up at the wedding. I, I mean, I, I didn't know because I had it, like, you know, on silent and whatever. Can't feel the fucking vibration. I couldn't have even answered it anyway because I'm in the middle of, like, filming a wedding. You can't really, like... It doesn't look good to take out your phone and start getting involved. Can you just like, wait, a... wait on your first dance, please? I have to take a call. <laughs> so they're like, you know, to, uh, suddenly want to show up at 1 o'clock. They make, no, they don't say, can we show up at 1 o'clock? Will anyone be there at 1 o'clock? They say, we're we will here be there right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, we're here right now, and you're not home. We're blowing up your phone. This is the thing I already said on the, 
other episode where the way these guys work is they just show up at a random time, and if I'm not there, they're mad at me. Uh, so they do that. This saga has you have spoken about this saga on the podcast previously. Yes, yes I have. Okay. And it's just previously on a, a never-ending fucking reign of bullshit, and so we whatever they they I tell them. Well, no, we've made the plans that you would be here after three. No one's there before three. You said you'd come after three. So that's what, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. And they said, okay, we'll come after three. I said, okay, great. If that can be the end of it, fantastic. They come over when Maya's here. They fix the shower. Uh, and three days later, uh, on Wednesday now, fixed it on Sunday. Three days later, same problem. It won't switch from the like bath faucet to the shower faucet. You got a little knob in the middle, you turn. That knob went from doing something to doing nothing. And my landlord just cannot stop with the, like, he's got a little Scooby-Doo hunch that he thinks he knows what, who, what the real problem is. It's not the... Maybe it's maybe you should take it as a compliment. Maybe he so thinks strong. that you look like a big, strong man. Mm-hmm. Big, burly man. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, he thinks I'm just some big, like, big barbarian, some big... Germanic barbarian or whatever, and in, 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 in from his perspective, this big idiot white dude just throwing his weight around. I mean, you are kind of gumpy. Gumpy. Yeah. Whoa. What? You like? Look, you look like some. No. No. You just look like somebody who might turn might might turn something too hard. Okay. Well. To me. <laughs> I'm just saying. We, got, Kevin, well, we know who's Kevin. What do you, have, what do you, you think? have very fluid, loosey goosey body movement. I'm like that chapter in Infinite Jests when uh, they talk about Marlon Brando, who throws his weight around, but with elegance, like a ballerina. Ballerina. No, I don't think elegance is the right word. With you, you, well, you can't tell. You're more like a whirling dervish. But, yeah, but like, like a, a Tasmanian one. devil. But like, if the Tasmanian devil had ballet shoes on and was extremely agile. Yes, that's me. I'm the Tasmanian <laughs> devil with ball- ballerina shoes. Yeah. On. Yep. Ballet shoes? Point shoes. Point shoes? Yeah. I believe they're called point shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he can't stop. He just can't being like, when, once we get to the bottom of what's going on, he's like, it should not be breaking. He's like, it should uh, not. I'm like, I yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah, you should <laughs> yeah, hire you're right. plumbers that can fucking fix, the, fix That's it. That's a good fucking point. And he's got this whole idea that I'm supposed to like, someone who has no expertise in plumbing literally knows that it's pipes that go through water. That's the end of the knowledge. Uh, you have to route the p- water in different directions. There's valves. He wants me to be able to like grade these plumbers and somehow assess beyond whether the water switches when I turn the knob, whether they did a good or bad job. RateMyPlumber.com. So, whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it. I can't go on and on about this. I'm getting... See, this is the thing. I can't... It's so infuriating that I can't <laughs> not get mad about it. And meanwhile, I'm like... Haven't had a normal shower in like a month. We just fill up a fucking pot and, and put, scrub down with the loofah, and I have to pick up the pot and keep filling it up Why and don't pouring you just it take over a bath? myself. Baths are disgusting. That's why. What? Baths are nasty. It's better than nothing. Disgusting I took, I things to do. took a bath today. It's so much better than nothing? No, what's better than a bath is pouring a pot of water over your head. Do you have a hose? Like outside? a refugee? Uh, no, but are, may, I, maybe. Are you saying that would be better? 
you just suds up and then you hose yourself to hose each other down. So put on a instead of suit, pouring warm water over myself, it'd be cold, but it's hot receptacle that is designed to to at least bathe you in the privacy of your own home. You would uh, propose that I go outside in my bathing suit and spray cold water all over myself in my backyard. When okay, down. when our shower didn't work because it was our <laughs> bathroom was being redone. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that, but that's what was suggested to me by Kevin, and it seemed reasonable. You didn't, you didn't think of the pot thing? Did the water come out of the bottle? Well, no, there was no bathroom at all. There Did I suggest it? And that's the scenario where that You were like, sense. yeah, why don't you hose yourself down in the backyard? Hmm. And which I, seems totally reasonable to me. It would be cold, but... Yeah. Well, also... Well, the other thing was, this was like in March. <laughs> so, like, it would have been a different situation. I would have done it. <laughs> you would have hosed me down in the backyard? No. Why not? I would have hosed myself down. With the pa- Did I ever mean, tell you about when I fell in a hole in Hawaii and hurt myself really bad? Uh, I was bleeding from my head, and I might have already told this story. I was I mean, bleeding from my head. We know this story. Or maybe, maybe you've just told Well, I told parts I mean, of it, at least, on the pod, but there's a particular... I think we've told several different de- stories of detail. you, like, falling, tum- taking tumbles and... <laughs> yeah, and hurting myself. Scarred up. So, like, I cut my toe open, and that was bleeding a lot, but I had also cut my head... So I was bleeding from my head, and Pete and Chelsea were concerned that I had hurt my head severely. So they were like... Sounds like you had. And I was already wearing a, ba- a bathing suit, so they were like, why don't you just get in the shower and run water on your head, and we'll see what we can see. And Jeff, was, who was with me when I fell in the hole and helped pull me out, was wasted. And he was standing out, outside the shower watching me like run this water on my head, and he kept saying... Why don't you take your swim trunks off? <laughs> and I was like, "What? I, why would I do that? Like, you I'm not taking a shower. I'm just we're just rinsing my head off." <laughs> he was just like truly didn't understand. And he kept repeating it. You should take your swim trunks off. No, he was yeah, being. He was you? trying to be like, flirtate. Yeah, like gay. Okay, yeah. I like the version. And they like were the version they better were where he's <laughs> so drunk he just keeps looking at you and being like. Wait a minute, you're not supposed to shower with your bathing suit on? Right. He's like, why don't you take your swim trunks off? He kept repeating it. Why don't you take your bathing suit off? And Pete and Chelsea were like, go "Go away. Go go away. (laughs) Nick might be bleeding out like permanently right now. And then I was like very lucid. And I was like, I I think I'm fine. Like, I don't even think I have a concussion. And they were like, and Jeff was like, he seems fine to me. And they were like, we don't trust you. (laughs) Fuck off. It'd be so funny if you just had brain damage and Jeff was sucking your dick in the shower. (laughs) Jeez. Well, he was also supposed to stay up with me to make sure I didn't fall asleep. Uh, Sounds like a good guy to put. And he like he stayed guy. up for like an hour until he was sure that everyone else had gone to bed. And then he was like, "All right, I'm going to bed. Like, good luck." Wow! Don't ever put him on a first watch. Uh, the thing about that is, uh, that's a myth. What? Don't go to sleep if you think you have a concussion because you might not wake up. They say that's not like a thing. You heard it here, folks. Go to sleep with your concussion. Just like if you happen to fall asleep. It's okay. It's not going to be probably not going to be the end of the world unless you have like internal hemorrhaging, at, which at that point, awake, asleep, it doesn't fucking matter. Better be. Asleep, you need to go to the I fucking. Guess. You need to go to the hospital. It's gonna be, yeah, if the hospital's not an option and it's just awake or asleep, just go to just go to bed. Just sure. die. Yeah. Asleep. Dry, die in your dream. Wouldn't that be fun? You just get to stay in the dream. I die in my dreams all the time. 
It is good to have knowledge of your death, though. You know, so you don't end up trapped in the... Uh, in between. But uh, we don't have to get into that because we haven't gone ghost hunting and we just don't know what the truth is yet fully. Uh, so if you meet a ghost, are you going to just start being like, go go home? I'm like, going to say you're a ghost. Yeah. You're Not go home. That's confusing. Is that what you would say? Way to fucking no, make asked? it worse for them. Jesus. Okay. I'm not. I don't know anything about this. Okay. I'm asking you what you would do. I got you. Yeah, well, I certainly wouldn't say go home because I would just You would imagine say you're a ghost. You're a ghost, and you're seeing entities that are, like, in your home or whatever, and they just start shouting go home to you. You're just like, oh, my God. I'm going to be trapped here. For, I'm going to well, become a demon. That's basically the plot of The Others. I've heard that there's a yeah, the Nicole Kidman movie where this takes place, and I've, I view that movie as uh, canonical and correct, even though I haven't seen it. It's a good movie. You should see it. I consider that a, a text in my religion. No, probably not. I'm sure there's actually also. If I watched it, I'd probably become like furious. Be like, that's not how it fucking would happen. What the fuck? What's your favorite ghost-related movie? What's the most accurate ghost ghost-related movie? I. It might. I think it might honestly be the Peanut Butter Solution. I haven't seen it. It was <laughs> just like a fucked-up movie that we should watch for this podcast, but. Didn't Rocco get a copy of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Rocco's got it. That's why we'll bring Rocco. You got back a blue, the, the Blu-ray of yeah. the directors, isn't it? Like the extended cut. It's got like commentary, I think. Which, uh, God, I love Michael Rubbo, the director. Of that he's got a nice little YouTube channel now. He made like those three children movies in the eighties. I think I've this talked. This is where about the him. kid puts the peanut butter on his body and it grows a bunch of hair. Yeah, yeah. He he sees he climbs into a haunted house and he sees. Uh, two ghosts and, and they, it scares his hair mm-hmm. off his head or he something sees what's called in the movie the fright i think or he experiences the fright he's going through the fright and yeah his makes his hair stand up on end and after that it all starts it all falls out and he becomes a bald kid which of course that just won't do the people who brought you the box office hit the dog who stopped the war now bring you the peanut butter solution lady and gentlemen a toast this new hair. I I didn't even get the shower in the fixed shower. I didn't even get the shower before it was fixed. I should have hit the landlord with that little. Started crying. Maybe I'll, that's what I'll try next time. I'll just try try. Weeping. Wait, so they fixed it and then you just didn't use it f- until it was broken again? It, Maya got to use it once. But I thought you said it was fixed for three days. It was. I hate. I have so you not, have poor hygiene. Habits. I haven't not been showering. What did I describe to you? My beautiful pot and bucket technique. Yeah, but during why were when, you using that technique when you had a shower? Well, I didn't shower over the past two days. No, I've been fucking. I had an exhausting week in shooting weddings. I do nothing on so Monday. You just been laying around being dirty. Yeah, and then I got drunk last night with. I realize you this guys. is a very pot kettle black situation with me, but and today I've just been a fucking hungover as hell. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't. I'm not I good at drinking like you anymore, had that man. Much last night. I'm not good at drinking at a bar or just like having alcohol in my system at all. It was horrible. So you're not gonna go to Bumbo's with me after this? No. Oh man. I'm on a one beer rule now. One Miller Light. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we can't do the one beer rule, we're gonna have to go to the no beer rule. We wouldn't like that. See, I have to. St- I have to do it in third person too. That's how bad it's. I have to split my personality to stop me from drinking to create like an authoritarian other in myself that can discipline and scold the 
part of me that wants to drink. So, unfortunately, we will we will not be partaking. And Dustin shall not be joining you in Bumbles tonight. He has to stay in. What about you, Kevin? Fuck. Well, I, maybe I'll just go. Maybe on. I could come and drink some seltzer water. Bartenders love that, right? As long as you give them a buck every time they fill your glass. That's true. Yeah, what difference does it make at that point? But it could be like, don't fill my glass up again. I don't want to give you a buck yet. Well, they also have a wa- self-serve water so that you don't have to pay them for the water. I think the carbonation will trick me, though, into thinking I'm... Because it's like part of drinking too much at a bar, for me, is a result of like some form of social anxiety might be too strong of a word of it, but just like Div needing NA. to be doing something. Div and a beer. Oh yeah, I could get. I should get into that. Or like any. They have uh, what was that thing that you had? Como. Well, they have Topo Chico and shit, but they also have like uh, what? I don't. I don't even know what Topo Chico is. It's just fizzy water. Oh, okay. And uh, didn't you drink some fancy? Yeah, it was N- called, NA. It was, it was called Como. Como. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like agave flavored. It was good. Just get I one of those. Need you to babysit me. You could get a CBD oh, beer. Drink. Yeah, you could get a CB- CBD beverage. That's actually a great idea. Well, that'll make me sleepy, though. Like, just like regular old beer. So, great. Um, well. Can I hit your vape pen? Yeah, let's get. Oh, my God. I need to hit my vape pen. I need to turn on more lights in here, too. It's not like Terror Twilight when it's like just light enough to see, but uh, just dark enough to crash your car. It makes me sleepy when it, there's lo- not enough light in here, too. Yeah. I'll fix this. You're sitting here drunk, trying to get laid with your girlfriend watching. John, I'm not trying to get laid. I'm just trying to get this bar under control. So you got it under control tonight? No, I don't I don't have it under control. So you didn't try to get it under control. You came in here today. Did you make any drinks? I made a lot of drinks for myself. What did you do today, John? Nothing. You drank and you flirted. What else did you do today, John? That's about it. Why the f- are you ashamed? I am. A bunch of people really took the bait uh, with that article about Elon Musk putting uh, ads in space. I don't know if you guys heard about that or what. There's like an article going around with the headline that Elon Musk is putting a satellite with a display screen in space that will display ads. The assumption that they want you to make and get mad about and is generate. that we'll be able to see them from Earth. Yes. And which is no, fucking stupid. It's just a screen on the side of the satellite that you can see via like a webcam oh. on a selfie stick and you can buy individual pixels with cryptocurrency. That's funny because when you described this to me, I thought the purpose was to sell stuff to aliens. <laughs> no, that's what I... Because it, it sounds like that because the article, some of the headlines are actually say, Elon Musk is putting a satellite that into space that will beam ads into space. So it sounds like the satellite itself will be beaming the ads into space, but they mean that ads will be beamed into space from Earth onto the side of the thing, and then you can watch them via webcam. And he's like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be some dumb, like crowdsourcing like he's like oh i hope that they don't draw something nasty with the pixels but it'll be very expensive so i don't think they will that's my elon musk uh individual pixels yeah why would you buy a pixel just to 
be a part of the ads in space, man. Just because you're. How is it going to be an ad if a bunch of different random people buy? It's a not pixel? even really an ad. They called it an ad. They want. They did. They intentionally. I don't know whether it's. I mean, it could. It's probably a little combination of both. Elon Musk knowing that that misunderstanding would take place and just delighting and like you know generating more fucking traffic and of course more leftists being like jumping to a conclusion and then he gets to be like, oh, actually, it's like this. Should have read the article. I'm just trolling. Haha. <laughs> so don't get trolled by Elon Musk, guys. Uh, that's beneath all of you. Don't let it happen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Nope. You look like a fool out there. Quote tweeting that article. Saying your little, your little snippy jab. Your little Futurama meme or whatever. Yeah, come on, guys. Everyone's just trying to generate traffic to their their web page. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I mean, we got to be excited about the future. We got to do things that make us want to live. You know, it cannot always be about problems every day. I mean, do you want to wake up every morning and everything's just a problem? Well, what in, what inspires you and what makes you excited about the future? There's got to be some things like that. One question: Pretty excited, Tesla stealing water from the region. <laughs> this region has so much water. <laughs> Look around you. <laughs> no, no, this is completely wrong. It's like water everywhere here. Does this seem like a desert to you? Okay, <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> it rains a lot. <laughs> well, what book did you read? The Easter Parade by Richard Yates. What is it? The Easter Parade by Richard Yates. How was that? Really good. Bleak. Bleak? Bleak. I mean, it's from the guy who wrote Revolutionary Road, so... Mm-mm. That's why I read history. It's about... Uh, per, like, interpersonal upheaval and crumbling relationships? Kind of. It's about two sisters charts their lives one of them is a ho- becomes a housewife the other one becomes like an ad woman both of them are miserable good did it That's reveal any sounds truthful deeper truths just that you live alone you die alone and then life sucks did you experience any moments of communion with the humanity while reading it like um the the, the 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 frayed edges of the the fabric of of human consci- I guess kind of like an unholy communion because it's just like very unsentimental and unsparing I mean it ends with the one the surviving sister just like becoming like a raving mad woman who spits bile on everyone she meets a paranoid delusional broken totally alone lady sounds sounds kind of tight it's a great book cool well uh let's 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 take it to a hot 100 corner let's just relax for a second my favorite segment the fans have been missing it yeah no more meandering history corner uh we're talking we're laser focused in now on the hot 100. 
Air horn. You ready to... Well, one thing. This is not Hot 100 necessarily. Uh, or I guess it is. It is Hot 100 because uh, this is within the 100. Post Malone took a, took a stumble with a song that I don't think you guys have probably even heard. I certainly hadn't heard it because nobody wanted to hear it. It sucked. I don't even remember what it's called. Now... <laughs> Well, that makes it interesting. <laughs> Let me see. Let me try to find it. Uh, it peaked, though. It, like... Uh, hold on. Okay, let, let me pull up Hot 100. It peaked at, like, number, like, 7 or something. It is, like, now at number 12. So... Well, let's hear it. I think he's on his way out. Let's I hear it. I All right. All right. Hooking it up. I gotta, like, still... Maybe need to smoke another cigarette. I'm still, like, all fucking revved up from... Smoke a cigarette. Shouting at my Smoke a cigarette. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay, and then we'll come back and we'll hear Motley Crue by Post Malone. You couldn't remember that? No, I couldn't remember. It's pretty memorable. The song is not, though. Okay. Uh, I believe you. Yeah. Okay, but we'll come back to that. You know, he he gives me tickets. Can you get Charlemagne tickets? Yeah, I mean, if you're nice. I'm going Sunday. They got to go with each other. Y'all got to go with each other. Like, let's go. Nah, no. No, I don't dislike you, but I don't like the smell of beer and cigarettes. And Post Malone smells like every beer and every cigarette that's in whatever convenience store in New York City right now. I only smoke camels though right now. So <laughs> you, you smell like, you no smell like a country singer. Smell like no Marlboro. It's the new Kid Rock right here, ladies and gentlemen. How was the evolution from when? Okay. Wait, well, okay, so we're not doing Post Malone uh, just yet. Nick's going to stay just We went to trivia last night, and there was those people, those old people at the table behind us. And one of them, when she read the scores mid-game, said our name, which is the Antifa Super Soldiers, our team name. This guy was like, Antifa? What the hell? And then at the end of the game, was very incredulous about our winning the game with the amount of points that we won with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, no one's that smart. <laughs> Certainly not some Antifa thugs. No one's that smart. We were they must in. have been looking at their phones. We are bust in by George Soros to humiliate him. Make him feel dumb. There's a very drunk... Uh, I just thought it was funny. Very drunk granny there, too. Who to just be like, no one's that smart. <laughs> it wasn't even that it wasn't even that good of a score man <laughs> like it's not this isn't fucking rocket science this is just trivia it's bar trivia it's i not. know smart and that's us and if we didn't need it right lord knows they also they were like in fourth place like they were they <laughs> lost like handily They're i big. wonder if he thought everyone was cheating except for them they thought surely with our, our pooled collective a boomer, baby boomer experience throughout all these decades of America, we'll have a better knowledge. Maybe if they had their heads in the game instead of Elvis singing Elvis yeah, and forcing their poor server to take a video of them singing Elvis. Oh my God, I missed that. I, was, I couldn't even look in their direction. It was. I should have photobombed them. I wanted to, but I <laughs> should have taken a picture of you doing it. It'd be good for the pod. Right? Sure. Everyone would like to see that. You won't get to see it, though. No. We're not that kind of pod. All right. So let's, you guys, we need to get Kevin back into the game here. Yeah, well, Kevin, mic up. We're back to Hot 100. Post Malone time. There's, no, there's a 100%, 0% chance I'm going to be in the game. 
100% zero percent chance. All right. The sound, the sound of radio, 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 radio in Detroit. 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 Is it spelled C R E W or C R U E? C R E W. C R U W. An E W. No, he's he he's uh, referencing the historical Motley Crue, the uh, what the ruling class in the uh, like 16, 1700s called the emerging uh, working class. Or you know the 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 nasty dastardly commoners who would uh, unite against their rulers. Just even if some of them were Irish and some of them were uh, black people uh, taken to uh, you know Barbados. They were all there together, and that's what uh, Post Malone is hearkening to. And uh, I think he did a bad job, and the song sounds like shit. I didn't care for what I heard. What else you got? <laughs> uh, Kevin, s- why don't you scroll through the Hot 100? Tell me what, if anything, jumps out at you. Oh, God. Because honestly, the number one is a little shocking. What is uh, it? It's, they, what was that song that was number one forever? Uh, butter. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. Gone. Butter's been toppled. Butters at number four. Levitating and it's constant. Uh, just it constantly falls down the ladder and then climbs its way back up. People can't get sick. They never get sick of that. It's only a matter of time. I'm, I'm good for you. So close. Hopefully you can get there. And then we'll have a number one that has guitars in it. it. Good for you. I mean, good for you has been number one. You no, know, it hasn't. Yes, number one peak. Yeah, it was number one for a while. Oh, it does. It does. Okay, well, that's great. Look mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, no, I'm surprised that this Stay song, this weird song with Justin Bieber and his, like, failed clone, are, are number one. Apparently, that's just... Oh, Olivia Rodriguez got two in the top ten. Is Billie Eilish happier than ever? Not familiar. I have. What st- is that? Where's Billie Eilish? She's number 11. I still haven't listened to that album. That's, 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 that anno- that's in that genre, that new... A genre of song from her where she talks about how happy she is that she's famous and how how excited she is for her future. And she's stuff. done a real heel turn. I can understand if I were, if, if if I were a Billie Eilish fan, I would not be happy with the new Billie. Yeah. No, I thought she was supposed to be all anxi- angsty and shit. Uh-huh. Imagine you're like a teen in like you know ninth grade or whatever. You start listening to Billie Eilish. She dresses like in a way that you might like find inspiring or whatever. It might be the wrong word, but you you take notes from it. You're like, oh, she's She's like asserting herself in this way that's not exactly sexual, but like it's empowering and like she's angsty and she's kind of like has a, you know, don't give a fuck attitude or whatever. And yeah, now she's just like, I was actually, it's really cool to be rich. (laughs) It's pretty fun. (laughs) It made me happy. Also, I have synesthesia. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is a, is a brown rectangle. Is that a thing she said? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was like some dumb interview. Like on the show? Yeah, she, he asked like, Ooh, what, 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 if you have synesthesia, like what am I? Like thinking people that have synesthesia, which <laughs> I was are... thinking he was more like a brown spiral. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like a, like a, just a wobbly, no, just like a, a turn in the toilet. No, like a turn oh, in the toilet. I thought you were making a joke about how he drinks too much. No. It's like a, bet- a brown piece of poop. It's a better joke. A poop, like a poop. No, <laughs> look, we're totally fine with his drinking. 
I don't have a problem with yeah, his no, drinking. We think that's the best thing about him. It seems like he's having a good time. He's a brown rectangle that's slowly being depleted and then refilled. Not slow, quickly being depleted. I'm talking about a handle of liquor, folks. I need to eat more uh, frosted mini wheats, I've decided. In, in your life? Yeah, I'm not getting enough fiber. You got to get yourself a uh, like a protein powder thing. Protein doesn't make your poop better. Yeah, the, 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 you got to get the good powder. It has everything. That's got fiber and it's shit. Got, it. Yeah, all your vitamins. Dietary fiber. You wake up in the morning, you feel like shit. You take your powder, and then you feel good. You take your fish oil. You take your... Uh, get your omega-3 fatty acids. Mm-hmm. You take your green tea tablets. Get yourself some antioxidants as, along with a nice little healthy dose of caffeine. Jeff has like beef liver pills that he takes for some reason. Probably for iron, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's what my powder. <clears throat> I got to watch my iron as a vegetarian. So that's true. You can become anemic. It's true. Man, that chicken wrap was pretty fucking good. That sassy Southwest chicken wrap. It felt kind of weird saying it, but. <laughs> Why? Because it's. Because it's just a silly name. Let's hear this Billie Eilish song. Uh oh. Let's see what she's doing. Happy. Probably than sounds like every other Billie Eilish song. That's the annoying thing. It does it. Well, I guess every other song since the one that was interesting. And she had like songs before that that sounded at least like the sound palette was interesting. Bad guy's good. I like it. I find it sonically satisfying. Is the song starting? You never know with her. They're so boring. If the song's starting. Her music is so boring. How do you go from like making a song that is specifically makes everyone perk up and go, what is this? I gotta say, Billy Eilish's music makes me feel like because it's like I listen to it and I think it's so boring. Like I do not understand how even like any, bad even guy bad and guy, stuff. Bad guy's okay, but like um, pretty much every song that's come out since her first album has been like a snooze. When I'm away from you, I'm happier than like is this how a regular person feels watching a Kiarostami movie? Wish I could explain. I, I don't get it. I think this is the one, though, that actually, I'm pretty sure I forgot. This one has a heel turn in the middle of it, or that's not the right phrase, but it shifts. Uh, and she starts trying to do like an Olivia Rodrigo screaming about a breakup thing, except it just like does it, it listen to the Olivia Rodrigo song. It's better. Let's see. Treat me this shitty. You made me hate this city. Wow. Songs for children that just moved away from their parents and are living in the city for the first time. Kind of sounds like a Bond theme to me. 
<laughs> Wait, did she do a bomb theme? Yeah, the worst one. The, wor I've ever the one you hate, right? The newest one? Yeah. No time to die. Mm -hmm. All right, forget that. Already won a Grammy in the movies that out. That does my. When does that movie come out? October. Man, October is stacked. Kevin and I saw a movie the other day. What was that? Uh, I don't remember. Annette. Yeah. Yeah, it was written by Sparks, the band. Yep. Cool. This reminds me of when my friend Eric Whittle would call me and say nothing on the phone or just say hi. Why does that remind you of Sparks? You bring up a movie, say something about it. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ooh, yeah. I thought it was yeah. a piece of shit. There we go. Uh, here's the thing. I thought it was not for me. I'm not willing to say I thought it was a piece of shit. I thought I was bored fucking senseless by this movie. And it's by a guy who directed another movie that I really like. His name is Leos Carax. He's a French guy. Interesting career. He made Holy Motors. That was the last movie he okay. made. And I found that movie really fucking interesting and good. Uh, and that was a cool this movie. is a different thing. It's a, op a rock opera, which is maybe just not something that I could ever get into. Uh, but I found it tedious. Kevin disliked it less than me, but had many of the same complaints, if I'm not misrepresenting him. Yeah. It's just a, just a tired story. Tired story. I felt that it rang false. Song's bad. None of our listeners are going to watch this movie. It's not even really... A, it's not even... It's an opera, not a musical. So it's like the songs aren't good. No. <laughs> like, you wouldn't listen to them in the shower or in the car. Just watch Grease. By the songs aren't good, do you mean the songs are opera? I mean, like, this. it's one of... It's like there's never a clear-cut song. It's 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 like every, it's everything's just, sung. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ Superstar, everything's sung. Right, but there are clear-cut songs Bangers. cut out of that granite. Yep. This That's one doesn't really have that. successful rock opera. Yeah, so I like that one. So this one must have just sucked. I don't know, man. It's a shame because Sparks actually writes good music. So, yeah, I never uh, delved into them. The, mo the movie had no sense of humor, which is weird because their mu music does. I listened to their first Sparks' first album, and I was like, "This is is weird, man. It's trippy. You whoa, should listen. Whoa, it's wacky. You, you should listen to number one song in this. heaven. Which one? Number one song in heaven is the album produced by Giorgio Moroder. Absolutely, I'll listen to that. That sounds like the starting point. It's great. Their music, their sound changed a lot. I mean, they have like a full... Like 25 records. Yeah. I imagined it must have. Across... Based on what I heard in the first album. 45 years or something? Yeah. And by weird, I just mean not catchy. Just weird sounds. Sure. Sometimes that's, you know, it's a valid exercise to make weird sounds and release them to the public. But I like the ones that, that make me do a little, make me do a dance. Make me feel cool. Like a neat award. 
Ring My Bell. Is that a song that makes you feel cool? That song makes me feel everything. Makes me want to move my tushy. And I hope you do. You guys should get in like an argument about some pedantic thing about Soviet history so I can put the mic down. No, no, no. That's not what anyone wants to hear. Wait, hold on. Also, I don't know anything about Soviet history. He's the one who reads the books. Well, then what's some other thing you can get in an argument about? I want to get you into an argument. I'm not interested. Trying to get your blood up. No. You want to talk about the poems of Faru Farrakhzad? No. Billy Eilish is like, but I am just fucking sad. That's how you know it's a good song. For sure. When you're a songwriter and you drop an f bomb, oh. Damn, you're writing a serious-ass song. Holy shit, that's called maturing as a songwriter. When John Lennon said, I'm so fucking tired, I can't follow their rules. That's how I knew that was real. Is there an F-bomb in any Beatles songs? No, but in Working Class Hero, there is. The song that made me a leftist. God bless you, John. Song that taught me that it's cool to be a leftist. That the right, that you're the right end. Maybe not the best ambassador, but you know, when John Lennon says the working class is cool, the young boy who's obsessed with John Lennon becomes a leftist. He brought to read a birthday card to us. Well, I was at CVS and uh, there was a, a little old lady. Well, she was very tall, actually. Um, the little, like, just like, you know. Skinny old lady, very tall, skinny lady in a red coat. And she, she was wandering in uh, in front of me. And, and, or like, which, she saw me. I don't know. She, we, we were wandering in together. And she, I thought, I remember, like, took a note of her. I was like, oh, she seems like she's, like, lost in thought about something. Uh, and then as I leave CVS, I think what she was in lost in thought about was whether I had Jesus in my heart. Because she rushed out after me and was like, do you believe in Jesus? And of course I said, uh, yeah. And then she was like, oh, okay. Well, she handed me the Jesus pamphlet, which is uh, the, the, like the preliminary pamphlet, which is the introduction to Jesus. It's called Who Loves You the Absolute Most? Get Closer to God. But then she was like, and since you're already a believer, here's the follow-up pamphlet that makes sure you stay close to God. The pro course? It's, uh, it's a little card that says, do you have enough? It has pictures of money on the front. It says, will you ever be satisfied? So I'm going to read this card. I don't know what's in it. I didn't read it. Exciting. Um, so I'm, you might, this might be a recorded conversion. Though I guess I'm reading the one where I already believe in Jesus. So I don't know what this one's going to do. Suppose you had all the money and everything you desired. Without Jesus, you have nothing. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world. There's a misspelling in there. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul. 
Mark said That's that. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Wait, so I will get rich too? Is this sermon straight out of fucking First Reformed? I feel like that line is. <laughs> Wait, what, what's that line? That's been in a billion movies probably. What does it mean to gain everything but lose your soul? Yeah. Yeah, they have like a, there's that similar one in John that they read at all the weddings where they're like, if I am, have everything in the world and, 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 but I do not have love, I am but a resounding gong with like nothing, you know, no, no nothing, no meaning to it. Uh, but if I have love, then I'm. Without love, it's just a gong show. It's just a gong show. But with love, then you can uh, kiss someone, you have sex. What about friendship, love, love of friends? You'd same thing. Kiss someone, have sex. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Okay. Tony Stark. Yeah, that's that's the one that's Died supposed for to make our you be like, fuck, God damn it, God did do that. All right, I'm gonna. That's the bad. This is the boring one. That's the one that's supposed to. You're already supposed to be in the know. Uh, this one says, today. This is the, this is the introduction. It says, "Who loves you the absolute most? Get closer to God." On the front inside, it says, "Today, I want to encourage Christian believers to examine your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ." Do you need to rekindle your love life with him? Jesus is the lover of your soul. He made the ultimate sacrifice for you and me. You can experience the best love relationship ever. Are you truly in love with him? Are you excited about him? You should seek him daily. Sing love songs of praises are capital, all capitalized when I say it weird. Adore him. Read his word for the Holy Bible. Ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. How, how's that hit you guys? I'll be honest, I didn't hear a word you said. Well, this lady's fucking... All right, I thought... I like the, I like the spirit of the bit. I just... I thought, well, you know, I didn't know what, what was in there. It's just, it's just you're boring. I'm sure it was good. Christian That's bullshit. I'm, I'm sure it was good. I thought maybe our souls would be saved, but you want to like talk about despair or something? Nope. They like that. We have a despair-filled Kevin today. They, there, our people are into that. What if we? We got They find it relatable. Let's do the thing where we all. Did you notice anything today, Kevin? I didn't. Oh, man. That's not good. You didn't notice anything today? I noticed the guy at the coffee shop was wearing a shirt that says one of those, like, um, uh, what is that format? Don't worry. Oh, like the keep calm. The keep keep calm. calm? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was wearing a keep calm automate shirt, and I was like, fuck this guy. That's what I noticed. Keep calm automate? That's the whole thing? Yeah, it's like probably some team building thing from whatever engineering firm he works for. It sucks. He also talks on the phone at the coffee shop. I hate it. 
Don't go to the coffee shop and talk on the phone. No, you need to step outside if you're going to do that. Yeah. Coffee shops are for reading and relaxing. We're doing some work quietly. What's this big thing that you noticed you were going to tell us about yesterday? Well, my big, my, my fake thing, my, because I can't, because I'm supposed to have seen it today. Yeah, the, the thing that's from two days ago, and this is mm-hmm. old news, but let's hear my, it. My canned artificial thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy at the end of the street that uh, every day is out there preaching with a Bible, what I assumed was preaching, and what I assumed was a Bible, it was a big book, but he swapped the Bible out for like a little hand saw the other day. Last I saw, he was still preaching. It's like a little drill with a with a like chainsaw, a little buzzsaw on it. So that was a different demeanor. I've always wanted to... What I was he cutting? Nothing. He was just walking around uh, with it in his Bible hand. Um doing his um, preaching or I, you know, I've always, cause I, I thought I had been building up towards just walking up to him and with the, my phone recording and just saying like, Hey man, what's up? Like I live on this street. I was just wondering what you, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's your deal? If you had anything to you know say, I'd like I'll to, I'm, I'm curious to listen or whatever, you know, find out what he has to say. But now the hand saw does make, give me pause. But maybe that just means that he's getting radicalized. He's realizing you can't just go out there and change the people's mind by preaching on the street corner. You have to change their minds by brandishing a weapon around on the street corner. He's taking the next step. Get ready. Maybe I'll still ask him. I mean, what's he going to do? Buzzsaw me? Yeah, maybe. He might kill you or himself. I'm kind of fast-ish. I can sprint. I could just roll down my car window. We're going to find out what this guy's doing. Yeah, I want to follow, I want to report back. I mean, like, because I don't mean to gawk at mental illness, because obviously that's something involved. I, I mean, maybe it's not, actually. I just am genuinely curious with the guy at the end of your street every day. I mean, he must live there. And he's just the dedication. I do admire it on an abstract level, whatever it is that he's committed to, to be out there every day like that. I'm certainly not out there every day like that for anything. <clears throat> Sounds like this man is dedicated. He's dedicated. Overly dedicated. To what? Find out on a future trash delivery. What about you, Nick? You notice anything? Hmm. No. I think a man should earn the right to come home every day. You should sleep in your bar tonight. Well, I uh, shot a wedding in Ohio. Yeah, sure. I went down to Toledo, right over the border. This, uh, not, you know, the city of Toledo is, you know, close to the border. But I mean, I literally like went over the border just a mile and that's where my wedding was. So I was wondering, is this going to feel like Ohio? Yes. Yes, it did. I feel like Ohio. In fact, it gave me some sense of Ohio pride by the end of the evening, considering the the dicks drawn in the guest book, the just <laughs> absolute like the 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 beer bong that the all the groomsmen were. I had a dream about doing a beer bong a couple nights ago. Not to derail your story. 
I haven't thought about that in a long time. I mean, I've when I was showing up and filming the the beer bong, my first thought because I get up, I get there, and it's um like an abandoned country club, as far as like the 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 parking lot is completely cracked up. There's no spaces drawn or anything. It's just a big like lot with like you know grass growing weeds and, and stuff. Shit. Yeah. yeah, sure. And so I'm I know I'm at the right location because like at this point I like quadruple check myself just because. You know, I have to I keep an eye on myself. I'm prone to fuck things like this up. So I knew that I didn't fuck this up. And I knew I was in the right place. But it was the kind of place that makes you wonder. Uh, and I go in and there's like the groom is in like this weird locker room. It's like a storage facility. Just, you know, it was kind of cool, actually. It's different aesthetics than I'm used to filming. Just like boring hotel rooms. And the groom was like doing a big beer, big pink beer bong and, and shit. And I was like, oh, should I be filming this? He was bonging beers before the ceremony. Oh yeah! Whoa! They were going. They were going off already. And usually, that's something that you kind of want to conceal. Or like, as a videographer, you're like, "Oh, is the bride want to see this?" And like, I found, yeah, this is the whole vibe of the wedding. It was great. Uh, let me see. I have a, I have a bullet point of, uh, of things. Oh yeah. Uh, well, the groom, had, by the end of the evening, had changed into a red hat that said titties in the Ford font. He was just wearing that all night. So he looked good. Must have felt at home. I wish I was at this fucking wedding. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it sounds fun. They did the train. The DJ, like, did... He announced that we're doing, like, the train, you know, where everyone builds a train together. And God bless my Ohio brethren, you know, because the, the, the train is kind of like an outdated thing. A lot of people kind of view it as, like, oh, that's kind of cheesy, uh, like a conga line? Yeah. yeah. Um, but these Ohioans, it was the most fun they ever had in their entire life. Just the whole entire reception. Did they play Come On, Ride the Train, and Ride It Up. Choo, choo. Yeah. That song? Yeah. And it was like, is, is that normal? It was like looped forever. So it was like, with the, like, the train thing. Is that how the actual song goes? I don't know. Just 200 Ohioans all, all linked together in a reception, just bounce, just smiling ear to ear, doing the train, and they loved it. And that's uh, that's Ohio. That's my Ohio pride. Uh, the, there, there were kids. Uh, there were just children running around, like mad. And no, no it was uh, by, by the end of the night, I found a ramp that the kids, like a wheelchair ramp, the kids had taken a, a Captain America shield. They were like sliding down it like a sled, and I kind of I started to film it, and I was like, "Oh, is this like okay? Is this like maybe I should step in?" And then like, uh, no, the, a bunch of adults showed up and were just like helping them, cheering that on. Yeah, and then I show up later and see it's evolved to the point where there's now a girl who is just the kids line up at the top of the ramp and they lay down, and then the girl grabs their leg and just slings them down the ramp as hard as she can, and they go flying, and. And everyone's just it's having a great time. It's the main entrance. It, it's not like a ramp in the side, too. It's just the main entrance ramp into the whole area. Um, yeah, the amount of children that I saw trying to twerk. Uh, I just started smoking weed, too. Yeah. just You were like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> when I, like, yeah, after I got done with the groomsmen and everything and, like, realized the vibe... And the, oh, done with the bride and realized that she was on board with all this. Uh, then I just, yeah, went out in my car and started smoking weed. And Were they smoking weed? Uh, yeah, 
they're diff- I don't know who had it, but you could. They were smoking the real shit, like as in not vape pens. Yeah, they just that loud. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dick's drawn in the guest book. Uh, the groom bought me a shot. I don't. He didn't buy me a shot. He got me a shot. You know, because I can't make that decision. Yeah, you're probably not supposed to drink. No, I'm definitely not. I wouldn't have drank at this too if it was the other company I work for that explicitly like sends a questionnaire asking. Did they drink? Yeah. Wow. But at this one, uh, I don't think they do that. And at any rate, I don't think it matters. <laughs> that sounds like a fun night. It's good. It's good. It was a Saturday? Uh, yeah. It was just nice, comforting vibes. Because I'm in, like, the dinner was just, like, box macaroni with, like, cheese added to it to make it nice. I, I've just been shooting too many weddings for rich people, honestly. It's not like they even tip necessarily the rich people. I've been shooting weddings for people that money is like so much not an object that I think that don't even think about it. Don't even think about how other people need money. Yeah. <laughs> there was like one. You just guy, assume everyone ha- is set. I shot a wedding for this like older couple that were just like 60 year old people with like beautiful, perfect, you know, sets of fake teeth, but like the really nice kind. And like he had this Audi car he wanted pictures in front of and stuff. And during the, the toasts, um, they like, told a story about the time that they like saw him doing work once and were like, what's up, dude, you don't do that. So like, you don't usually do anything, do any work. You got a guy for that. Man, that's as someone who hasn't worked in a while. That sounds really nice. (laughs) Well, to not work and also not have anxiety about where your fucking food's going to come from. Yeah. And to not have anxiety about your class position either, where you feel guilty about it. You're just like, Oh yeah, I'm retiring with my rich friends, who I keep. There, who my like he was the richest one among his friends because some of his like one of his friends made a joke about how like every single time that he needs to like spend the day mowing the lawn or whatever, and this guy wants to hang out with him, he just says, "No, I got a guy for that. I'll send my guy over." <laughs> and the guy's like, "The problem is your guy wants money." send my guy over <laughs> oh that way of man. relating to the world like any any sort of obstacle that requires like any amount of inconvenience or work you got a guy fuck you give him money we will take care of it i want to have money fuck you money to just throw at all the problems get beautiful teeth with your aging. obviously everyone already knows this but man being poor is expensive Every time a problem happens, it's like your whole th- fucking house of cards can come tumbling down. It's fucked up. Of course, I'm like relatively uh, blessed that I'm not going to fucking starve or anything, but it's brutal to watch. Yeah. I won't starve as long as my landlord doesn't kick me out for shouting at him. <laughs> Yeah, I kept thinking that. <laughs> thinking like, I get it, but Ugh. maybe like you know, Ugh. watch out. Just be, I know. you know, keep it within. Don't swear at him. Yeah, I did swear like one time. Which swear? I said like, but not like fuck you. I said like, I don't remember what it was, but it was something about like, it seems like fucking ridiculous or something. That you keep blaming me. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that. Ugh. I absolve myself of guilt for yelling at my landlord. It's not... I wouldn't feel guilty. It's like pragmatic it's like you had it fear. Coming. It's, yeah, pragmatic yeah. fear. That's, yeah, that's more <laughs> the vein that I was 
thinking it. Maybe I overplayed my hand. I said sorry. God, my la- I like try to kiss my landlord's ass. Yeah, but your landlord probably doesn't fuck with you like that. No. My landlord is... My landlord doesn't profit off of us living in his house. That's how my landlord is. Doesn't even feel right calling him. He's your friend. I, I know. Landlord doesn't even seem like the right word. The guy who owns the house I live in that basically lets me live there at cost. <clears throat> uh, I guess the reason but to like not I, fucking shout or raise my voice is that I don't have to feel like I have to like grovel or like butter up to him afterwards. I understand. That's that's the feeling I have right now. I'm like, should I say sorry again? Just because it's like it, I'm like, you know, of course, does he have his? I mean, ears okay. Turning? How about this? If it gets if it, the problem issue is resolved to your satisfaction, I would potentially let him know that you appreciate it, and that hopefully. I might be like, just like I, I don't, I, I don't feel great that it like came to us arguing. I don't want to have to do. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, that's yeah. what I'm gonna have to do. I mean, that's. <laughs> you don't want to get those gears turning that like this tenant might not be worth it. Well, I just don't want my landlord to sell the house. That's the main thing. Yeah. Or my friend. Ugh. This fucking guy thinks I'm so stupid. You're not. That's my problem. I don't think you're stupid. If the, if the fucking thing doesn't work, send over a real plumber. All right. All right. No, 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 no. I'm cool. I'm chill. I'm over it. No, 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 no. I'm over it. I'm, uh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, oh, I wrote, I haven't showered in three weeks, but we've covered that. <laughs> I've taken pot baths. We also covered that. Um, yeah, I was going to say you don't look filthy. It's the pot baths. He just bathes in weed. <laughs> he just rubs weed all over his body and it lock- soaks up the oils. It's good for you. Just rubbing buds on his pits. Uh, I read a, a nice Bloomberg article just like criticizing China's zero COVID strategy, just the whole thing like read very much is like an admission that, no, we were never going to eradicate COVID and you guys better get ready for us to not and paint the country that has made the choice to not give up, not just completely capitulate as actually alienating themselves and, you know, alienating themselves from the market. But that could be, that could actually be bad for, you know, because that's the only thing that keeps China from being, uh, degreasing the wheels too much for any sort of like intervention or whatever is China, China or the capital is fine with China, China. But, uh, if they have to keep closing up shop every time there's a deadly virus killing people, they might think China's, you know, more trouble than it's worth. Let's just. We can just install our own guy, right? We can get a Guido in there. It's going to work. <laughs> How many people live in China now? Uh, one billion. What, like one point, is it 1.5 billion? Million? Billion. It's got to be over one billion now. It was one billion like 20 years ago. Yeah. Let's see. And we've got a population of 1.4 billion. 
No way. Is that tr- Wait, hold on. Rocket looks kind of like a Muppet. Just give me an easy answer. She yeah, 1.4 billion. She doesn't billion. look 100% real to me. She is a little bit of a, a Muppet. She like does that thing where she'll look like Salem, where she like have her body look weird and, and static, and she just like moves her head like an animatronic cat. Like from uh, Sabrina? Yeah. Chinese authorities are increasingly, increasingly trumpeting their success in containing the vir- virus as an ideological and moral victory over the U.S. and other nations now treating COVID-19 as endemic. In the short term, Chinese leaders have an incentive to maintain strict controls, at least through next year. They don't want any major outbreaks derailing the Winter Olympics or clouding a once-in-a-five-year party congress, which President Xi Jinping is expected to get a third term in office. The problem, however, is the rising economic and political costs and maintaining that policy indefinitely, particularly as the virus spawns new variants that can breach restrictions more easily. China will have to pivot from its containment strategy sooner or later. You can stay COVID-0 for a while, but you can't stay COVID-0 forever, because the virus swoops in before you know it, said Chen Zinming, an epidemiology professor at the University of Oxford. My worry is that they won't actively pursue a tactic change as COVID-0 has become an entrenched mentality, especially when you hold officials accountable. No one dares to go easy on that outbreak, so they're doing that... That he's worried they're doing that horrible thing where you hold officials accountable for fucking up the not having people killed by the virus. Right. You're supposed to do it like you do it here where you uh, talk about how much you want to fuck the guy who is letting the virus ravage your population. And then a year later you uh, make him resign for unrelated reasons to Cuomo. Right. Yeah. Talking about Cuomo. What do you suppose artisanal ice cube means? Wait, no, that's from something. Right now, it's nearly taboo in China to even suggest a different approach. It's just this whole framing that, like, they've done this. China, they're so misguided. They just don't get it. They don't get that they just... They have to give up. America decided... The virus is part of our world. Which is kind of true, darkly true. Yeah. It's how when, you're, when, you're, uh, when a country creates a virus in a lab and tries to sick it on you, one way you can turn the tables is by allowing that virus to become an absolute global uh, fucking catastrophe. And then, joke's on them. We got them. America. <clears throat> Sometimes this podcast, um, when Kevin and I run out of energy, it kind of sounds like a like coast to coast or something when no one's calling in. <laughs> you know? Like a radio like a one man radio show where you're just like no one's calling in, so you just yeah. gotta keep spinning. <laughs> we need Kevin to call in. Ke- oh, we have a caller. Uh come on, Kevin, pick up. We're going to do improv. Mm-hmm. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Oh, thank God. We got a caller who's picking up the phone that he's calling on to talk into it. What's our caller's name? I right think. now. He said his name is Kevin. Oh, and, and here he goes. He's going to say what he called about. Ke- oh, good God. <laughs> I, I, 
Come on. Don't let the don't let the bit die. I got I, I got nothing that there's no but I have wrong numbers. Is the That's just say something fucking depressing if that's all you're thinking. I don't about. want to talk about it. Alright. Oh wait, oh. Is this well, I Oh who no the fuck knows. I don't know this band's We don't want to well, I don't want to bring I don't know what you're talking personal about. Personal life up. Oh, that's got you down. You sure you don't want to call in to your the, your podcast you're a host of? No. Okay. Cool. Wow, this is this is what people this is what the people come for. <laughs> yeah. They're all gonna love the, all the Ohio wedding stuff. There's, there's plenty of stuff to enjoy. <laughs> I shoveled, shoveled plenty of shit into this fucking wheelbarrow. There's... Let's take it to market. There's still people buying shit. If we don't get it right, we can do it again. Okay, here we go. <laughs> you guys have lyrics on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I am making poopy sand. <laughs> Pooping in a bucket and adding a scoop of recipe was handed down to me by my old man. It's basically a bucket which I poop inside and I add a handful of sand. Lord, I'm making poopy sand. Come on, take off your swim trunks. Yeah, that's good. People are going to like that. I think you might have been like, oh, come on, man, I want to see it. Take off your swim trunks. I want to see mean, it. Yeah. You know, there it is weird, you know, like... I'm never going to know how big my dad's dick is, but that's like relevant to me understanding him as a, as a man. All right. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Yes. On some level. Yes. (laughs) Like I I see where you're coming from. I just don't want to think about that. You don't even want to. I don't want to think about your dad's dick. I don't want to think about my dad's dick. I don't want to think about... I guess you've met my dad, right? Have you? Yeah, I met your dad. Gonna meet that dad. (laughs) What's your dad like? Have you met his dick? No. Boy, it's a whopper. I hope your brother didn't get the wrong idea. (laughs) That you wanted? When I was all drunk, like, being like, talking about how hot your brother is. Let me be clear, this is the hottest man from Ohio. (laughs) I mean, like, it was funny at first, and then I think I made it, I said it too many times. Well, it's hard to know, it's hard to respond to someone saying that you're hot, kind of. Yeah. Because. Right. You can either agree or disagree or just try to say something funny. Right. I mean, I think it was basically fine. I don't think I was making anyone uncomfortable. No, Eric's Eric's a hearty. I don't think I was making anyone uncomfortable. Guy. Mm Mm-mm. Maybe you. You might have been uncomfortable. Oh, no. It's all good. I love... (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I wish you'd do it more. We'll close out the the episode with a quote. Sure. Okay. 
I studied Santeria and certain other things that squares like you would call the black arts due to lack of understanding from Chano Pozo in New Orleans. You'll say you mess me up? I don't have to make those childish threats. I do my thing and one day you wake up wondering, why do I have this pain in my side? Or maybe it won't even be that specific. Maybe it's, why is nothing going right for me? My life is a big bowl of shit. I don't remember making this big bowl of shit. Meantime, Roland Turner is a thousand miles away, laughing his ass off. Think about that, Elwin. In this car, bad manners won't work. Who's laughing his ass off? Roland Turner. Oh, okay. So that sounds like Bukowski, but it's probably from an old movie. It's from Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, there you go. Yeah, life's, life can be a piece of shit. That's my quote. Yeah, they just keep bringing you the bowl full one after the other. We keep bringing the, the wheelbarrow of it to the market. As long as there's demand. We keep delivering it to the listeners. It's, I'm merely participating in a system. I, my hands are tied. Hold that up to the mic. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. Get- Throw us some Patreon money. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. We should record a Patreon, though. Let's go smoke and record a Patreon. <laughs> I thought my tank is empty. Uh, get, get, everyone, get out there. Go shout at your landlord. And then uh, shrivel up into a ball of anxiety afterwards and uh, text him three separate apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.